hello, 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 um, people out there. I am the host for this episode of PNB because TL and Kayla are busy, and I'm next on the totem pole, so welcome. Uh, set your expectations properly. I am actually... So, here's the thing. I got home from... With a, Joining us is Robert Beach. Say hello, Robert. Fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> and also joining us is a uh, longtime friend of the show, patron, and um, I want to say one of uh, Travis Foster's many enemies uh, that he's made over the years. The devious the number sex Number one machine. enemy. Yeah. I don't know. You and Joe Garcia, if you two team up, it's going to be like Lex Luthor and the Joker or some shit. Like, you, you and Joe Garcia. I like it. I like it. You and Joe got to team up. I'll pitch him on it, but Aziz. Hell yeah, uh, double up? team TL. <laughs> uh, well. I'll double team on TL any day. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. You can catch us on patreon.com slash PNB. No. God. So here's the thing. Uh, when you're angry about your job and come home to drink, always be sure you, A, you have some water. And B, uh, you've eaten since 3 p.m. <laughs> uh, I'm. I gotta lay it out there. You know, be safe, kids. Actually, if you're a kid, you probably shouldn't drink. But still, if you do, drink water and eat food. And bring it like something... a portable fan too, because you you get real sweaty. Uh, I'm I mean, sorry. That's, I'm that's sorry, but anyway. a drinking age laws is bullshit. Just like the age of consent. Anybody I, should have I, drinking. Actually, everybody should drink and everybody should have sex. That's my that's my position in life. I'm sorry, where are you I'm from sorry. again? What the fuck? I'm, so I'm from the US of A! America! America! <laughs> what the fuck? I, I had to compose myself internally like, well, how am I going to follow this up with a, with a uh, fucking Montgomery, Alabama, yes, yes. <laughs> Arkansas, Arkansas. <laughs> oh, man. Now, is, I, I don't know if you guys saw that video where, America, you don't make sense. This is Kansas, but this is Arkansas. No, this is Arkansas. Arkansas. And it's, I'm like, I know this accent. This sounds like an Arabic woman. This is, I love her. I love her already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but I think that technically, if, if we go by the, the Webster's Dictionary defines P&B as a video Ugh. game podcast. Uh, so that means we need to talk about them darn old video games. Fortnite, Fortnite, oh, Fortnite. God. <laughs> yeah, you're such a what a cool, what a cool kid response. Like, oh, I want to talk about Fortnite. This week they bought they nerfed Listen. the Tommy gun. <laughs> Listen, oh, when you have this... a, you have a huge ass episode to edit and little time to actually dedicate to like sitting down and playing like a long ass game, you go and spend you play some Dead time. Sense. You, you, no, 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 it requires money. You go and log on and do your daily rewards. In Hearthstone, yes. In Hearthstone, yes. Daily rewards, free to play game, you know? Oh, man. Speaking of Hearthstone. Speaking of being fleeced out of your money. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I've actually been playing the Elder Scrolls card game. Oh, yes. Elder Scrolls Legends. Uh, that's yeah, no, to... I, I, after the uh, Bethesda thing saying, hinting that they might not do the game on PS4, I'm like, wait, the game is all right. I thought it wasn't out already. Then I bought it. <laughs> the uh, then I downloaded on, it. It's on yeah. PC and mobile, and they're bringing it to all the consoles except maybe PS4. So. 
So yeah, yeah. Um, no, so I'm. Uh, this is my new distraction from not actually working. So which hey, maybe if Idle Scrolls does well on the Switch, that'll convince Hearthstone to go on the Switch, which I'm saying should be a thing that happens. So, uh, wait, were you talking about a game, Robert? I already forget. You oh, you're talking about Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fine. It's That's it's, also it's all right. It's yeah, it it, it, it's also a card game, kind of. I mean, there like a lot of the collectibles or like the, the the items you can use are schematics and survivors and heroes and defenders and uh, like you really open up games. like little like pinatas to receive different ones and you gotta have it's, that it's, uh, it's okay. you gotta have that uh, aesthetic appeal that makes you want to uh, exactly you know, spend money on shit. Why do you think loot boxes and like Overwatch are so fun to open? Is because they intentionally made it so. But no, but like, yes, like with they, Fortnite, there's just so much of it, and you actually level up your your different schematics with, with, the, with the XP, and it's much better than Overwatch because you don't have to pay any fucking money for it. You earn the premium currency by just by playing the game. Yeah, but they, Thank you need you. a lot Thank of premium you. currency, though. I mean, it takes. No, you don't. You just have to. Uh, you, have to you just have to play the story game, like the story. Nobody. Missions. You can only do it on PC. Who wants to play fucking Fortnite on PC? They, they're fucking pimping the the Switch version out there. The PS4 version not connecting to anything else is like in the news all the time. Well, you, should, like, you just have to wait. Okay, maybe at most six months. Six okay. months, and then it's gonna also, be on every console. Also, save the world. It was like twenty or forty bucks. So I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I bought I bought it for like twenty bucks. So Big it's not deal. free. Yeah, it's it's not free right. It's free for me right now because I bought it a few weeks ago. But buying Wait, dead cells means I have to buy it right now. No, buying means... dead cells means that it's free for you after you. What the fuck did you just say? That you it's not in my it, budget. So... It's, it's like dead cells is not in my budget. Oh, uh, okay. Was. See, no, I okay. thought you were saying that that. I spent money on it, so now from now on it's free because I already spent money on it. Yeah, like, I, I already spent money on it, so it's it's free. I don't have to pay anything else for it. It's, yeah, it's, I think Robert's point. I, I think Robert's point is saying is that unlike Overwatch, which is also a premium product, you, you don't need to pay for more loot boxes. Yeah. But I was I, I wanted to interject with you don't Overwatch. Feel like fleeced with that shit, or it's like yeah. oh fuck another another goddamn spray. <laughs> what great? Yeah. What am I gonna do with this? Oh, oh a voice line. A voice line I already got twice. Yeah. You know, hey, this game is kick you, dumb. They'll kick you some gold at least. You can buy it yourself. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, no, but I wanted to I say that Overwatch. I remember reading that they literally, like, I think they scientifically actually. Yeah, they, they actually get like psychiatrists in, in there. Yeah. How do and we I'm make like, people want to spend more money on our game? Yeah, it's total. Psych- it's fucking no, no, evil shit. Psych- psychologists. Uh, psychologists. Uh, There's uh, a difference uh, between uh, psychologists and psych- psychologists. Yeah. I mean, yeah, technically, I think Mercy is a psychologist, but. <laughs> Nah, Shut I mean, up. They've, okay. they've retconned the lore so much that she might just be like a fucking football player. <laughs> Hell yeah! Which, by the way, they have a they have a football. I want, uh, I want Roadhog the cheerleader. Yeah, they have I a, want they that have skin. A, they have a football outfit legitimately for Reinhardt, and all I want to do is just code everything to the Neil emote every time. Oh just my god! <laughs> he has <laughs> Neil emotes. He has Neil victory screens. I'm like, this is beautiful. I have to. Make, I have to. Make my my uh, my very very unique leftism brand known. Otherwise, no, no, I, what am I, I doing? I was gonna say, uh, as long as they don't disrespect the nation by kneeling, I'm happy with Overwatch. I'll have I'll have my little player icon. The nation picture. of like 2055 Zimbabwe. I'm about to say, yeah, like fuck the the nation of the Germans era <laughs> of 2077. <laughs> 
can't 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 offend those like you gotta not in my not in my futuristic utopia oh god but is... man allegories symbolism yada hey, yada I, to be fair at least uh, overwatch isn't like detroit become human <laughs> levels of what if robots oh were my black? what god. if robots were blacks <laughs> boom there's your story Hello? and uh, and it's not we're not even we're not even talking about the new ones of like we didn't see the history of being black it's just saying let's just get the highlights and then pretend everything else doesn't didn't it's it's like it's like he read the wikipedia entry for the word racism (laughs) and then just then then just like (laughs) philip musins his way into his scripts i'm pretty sure it's not even the wikipedia entry it's just the webster's dictionary definition of it and that's it it's literally like if if there was Cliff Notes for Wikipedia already, boom. There's just there's your fucking script. Oh Christ! Uh, it's like you look at the Wikipedia of it and, and, and like paid someone to do the Cliff Notes version of it in, in, in like three sentences and like okay, I got um, some people sat in a bus and that was and meaningful. Then, and then and then you translate it to French and then translate it back to English because <laughs> that's probably literally what happened. But okay, 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 okay. I, I gotta ask you guys. Okay. H- how many people of color were on that writing team? Um, I mean, I, you know, I bet like the overseer sort of uh, on the writing side got a tan. Wait, isn't the writing team literally just one person? Maybe I don't I, know. I have to assume that e- even David Cage I, has other uh, writers. I think no, I, I, my theory is that he's the only writer, and the rest of the people are just correcting the grammar or trying to fix it as much as possible. Only objective it. criticism, no subjective. <laughs> Don't tell me that I can't use back of the bus allegories. This this is art. This is this is this making a statement. What uh, is but statement? honestly, uh, I would. But I think when you hear those reports that they're uh, promoting a bro culture, and I'm like, ugh. Oof, yeah, that is fucking terrible. Compared to Dead Cells, which apparently works on like some kind of uh, flat pay rate, where literally everybody on the team has equal say in what goes on and equal equal pay. Like literally everybody on the team. Uh, that's, that's awesome. It's here's the funny part though. Every time like during that whole IGN uh, review gate thing that was happening, um, when I'd see like people criticizing Dead Cells, they were mainly like fucking. They're clearly alt right douchebags being like. Oh, clearly games media is just uh, rewarding uh, communist uh, office culture and giving the game good good marks for for a fucking flat pay rate. I don't – I thought Republicans wanted a flat system, like just everybody gets this. No, it, it's flat no, tax no, rate. They, they want the trickle-down economics that the big no, guys course. might No, no, might, they, they, they want everyone genuine. to pay the same tax rates 10%, because yeah, they all make yeah, the yeah. same. Yeah, because like you know that makes sense. Yeah, totally. It makes okay. every bit of sense. Yeah. No, pretty but, sure they don't want they don't want the same rate. They want literally the same amount. Like, oh, he's playing ten dollars. I'm only paying ten dollars as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so at me, okay. I'm at no taxation. Uh, I am the true <laughs> oppressed uh, games critic. Have you noticed there's not any Republican presence in gaming? It's almost like there's a trend. Hmm. It's almost like you're fucking unlikable. Jesus. Sorry. I think the I, keyword is insufferable. I mean, when you can get me back on Bob Mackey's side after all this time, and I'm just like, okay, sure, Bob, let him loose. It's like when you don't like. It's like when you know the B level enemy has to team up with you to fight the A level enemy. Yeah. Essentially. 
Like you have to, f- <laughs> it's Skeletor and He Man fighting. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna Ordak. use the gods. I was gonna use the uh, yeah. speaking of uh, another podcaster, uh, Bear Alston, the Godzilla example. At the first movie, they're attacking us, but then the second movie, he's our friend. He's our friend. Yeah, him and Godzuki. Yeah, they're, they're teaming make, up to go that, fight some. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Sorry, Shangri La monster. I don't know. You're, Godzuki, you're going... the, the the kid sidekick sidekick to the Godzilla. In, in in his cartoon, right? And yeah, I don't, that, I, I don't know. TL, All I know, you know that, this. Come on, that, China. That Godzilla, that Godzilla had more respect in the in the Japanese culture than the American one, which I believe. And they're like big crossover movie. Godzilla just like throws him into like the Sydney Harbor and blows him up in like three seconds. So it's just mm, beautiful. Yeah, I mean that that movie deserves that level of respect. So honestly, like uh, that movie, because the only way you can repay, it's only fair to be too. Uh, 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 let me rephrase that. It's it's only fair to be too, uh, petty to that movie because that movie is so petty against Roger Ebert. So and uh, Cisco. <laughs> yeah, they're the like of uh, de facto bad guys. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, yeah, look, yeah. there's two major offenses in that film. I can think of right off the bat. Matthew because... Broderick. Oh yeah, like a like a known killer being on your sets and uh, film. He's a manslaughterer, not a killer. Thank you. There's a, a slaughter a, of men. A lawful <laughs> difference between the two. Thank you, and- Dick Cheney, with that uh, change of words. <laughs> oh, he is the worst. Yeah. Like they wanted to make that movie just like it's Godzilla, but it's Jurassic Park because here's all the babies that are raptors, and I'm just like. Mm. No, and it's like they're trying, and it's like it's obviously Matthew Broderick just like phoning it in, and it's like, oh like wow, me? that uh, like uh, that's a lot of fish. Oh, that's uh, that's uh, yeah, literally, it's like, mm, that's that's a lot of fish. Like he's trying to do the gold bloom. That's one big pile of shit. But he, he's yeah, he's got like was... one seventeenth the charisma of one Jeff Goldblum. It was weird where like Harry. I, Potter I think you're being gave generous. Godzilla, the the invisibility cloak too. <laughs> it turns into a Harry Potter movie all of a sudden. <laughs> where did he go? Where where, where did this like fifty foot tall monster? Where did this, where this giant monster in fucking Manhattan go? Where the hell? <laughs> At least this? twice. Uh, look, look, uh, this that criticism wouldn't work if it's a good movie because let's face it, even Jurassic Park has that problem where suddenly oh the dinosaur disappears. The giant dinosaur. Jurassic- yeah. Yeah, but Jurassic Park because it's a good movie. That's why you don't notice this stuff. But when it's an absolute awful go- dog shit, you notice that stuff. It's also because it's 1997 and like surveillance technology was not, let's say, as omnipresent as uh, it is now. So you could actually lose a fucking yeah. like hundred foot. Yeah, there was only uh, like seven people monster. in Jurassic Park too. Not like a, a fucking city. New York, of like nine million. God damn. Yeah. To yeah. Fuck. To be fair, that was. I, but I mean, T Rex is the same thing. Right? I guess you don't you don't hear them stomp in. Even though they have literal fucking, fucking helicopters in New York City, <laughs> and then, roaming. And then, like he, he, uh, the 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 fucking Godzilla does like some bullshit level like Rebel Alliance tactics and like gets helicopters thrown into buildings. I'm like, dude, you're making the military look like a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? And how do you like, not I, know Godzilla was laying eggs too? Like, how do you miss that? Like, how do you in, miss, like, the in, multiple not, heartbeats? Not just that, but in Yankee Stadium. Ugh. I mean, <laughs> if there's ever any stadium to do it in, you have to do it in Yankee Stadium. I mean, I would have just done it, like, on the Statue of Liberty's crown or something just to make it more symbolic. Or, I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> Symbolic <for>, of what? 
foreign invader, invaders? I don't know. I, oh, the shit. Guy, the guy who wrote oh, shit. that made like an Independence Day. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 you can take the guy out of Kentucky, but you can't take the Kentucky out of the guy. I said you know? it hypothetically. That doesn't mean that I approve. Uh-huh, no, uh-huh. Dude, that'd be really funny because the person who would make that movie is a freaking immigrant himself. And it's like, it's just, <laughs> it's hilarious. <Hey-o>. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh boy! So yeah, definitely don't watch that Godzilla movie. Uh, highly unrecommended. Because uh, there's also like seven Simpsons cast members in there for no reason. I don't. Know I think there was like two. I, but they're prominent. Like they're main characters. So and they yeah, pop they're, up they're all like, the time. They're they're like main characters, but they're the main characters in the way where sort of like, well, yeah, they're they're part of the supporting cast. They're, they don't. It's not like extended cameos, but it's still like supporting. They're not top build, obviously. I think it was I'm like just saying you should top probably top build Harry Shearer, David Castellaneta, and I, I believe the voice of Lisa Simpson too. I don't know who cares. Wait, 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 wait! Swear to God, Paul Shearer was in there. Fa- Paul Shearer, I thought yeah, his, sure. I thought it was uh, Dan. He's my favorite drummer. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite game journalist, Paul Schreier. <laughs> Paul Schreier. <laughs> Christ. God. Oh. Uh, what a time for me to send a pitch to IGN for freelance articles, by the way. Like, oh, honestly, not, yeah. <laughs> time, time to, t- time, no, now I have to tiptoe around Nintendo pitches because that would come off as being a dick. You know, just like, oh, you just so happen to have the Smash Brothers article. But to be fair, anybody who knows me knows that hey, I probably would Hey, they got room in their budget now for it. Uh, Nintendo editor, yeah, hire me, hire me. No, don't, I'm not, mm. Um, I'm, to be to be fair, I mean uh, that's my perspective. That Smash um, eclipses Nintendo, I guess. Feels like Nintendo is on one side and Smash is on the other side. They might kind of my, feel like they they kind of feel like a separate entity in terms of like, especially the older games when it comes to support and playing stuff. Like Nintendo may as well not even acknowledge that Super Smash Brothers mainly exists, and they'd be and it'd be the same scene. It'd be the same because their fans are awful game. usually. Well, yeah. they're not great, but I mean, uh, <laughs> as a whole, it attracts more shit posters. But the people I know in the melee scene are pretty cool. So, it's like I mean, you oh, have yeah, Sakurai no. bending uh, over backwards to say, like, please buy and play the newest ones. And it's like, no, no, I will. Well, that I don't have as much of a problem with because no. yeah, people have their preferences. It's just like, uh, like he's not doing it for them. I mean, he's been sort of, kind of, sort of antagonizing them since fucking brawl came out um Good. which is fine whatever do your thing appeal to more casual crowd i don't give a shit they'll still make a way to make it competitive there's a huge brawl scene even still um yeah so. he's appealing to the most casual of crowds me <laughs> uh. the aziz's of the world yeah no it's like um every time i look at S- S- smash ultimate m- like any news of them i'm like I- i'm i'm love I-, I i can't help but you know what i'm I- I- i'm gonna play smash today fuck it I'm just going to play Smash. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I, it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't have a Switch, but it's it's like, oh, God, if they have a bundle of that, oh. Which they probably maybe. should. They probably should. <laughs> I mean, here's what I think is going to happen. They'll have, like, a Smash Brothers console bundle, and they'll have a Pokemon, like, Joy-Con bundle, because since that game's going to have co-op of some sort, um... I'm still very wary of that Pokemon game, but whatever. Like, oh, it's another, it's another let's, instance. Let's, let's go Eevee and let's Pikachu. go Eevee. Let's go Pikachu. It's another instance <clears> of like, it's not really for me as a quote unquote hardcore Pokemon player, um, right. which is a a phrase that I did just utter, and I do in fact have a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> 
funny as that may seem, but um, I don't know. Like it's it's for a more casual crowd. It's for the more Pokemon it, Go crowd. People it are seems... saying like, oh, the pre-orders are down, but that's because nobody in the fucking Pokemon Go crowd pre-orders video games. Only gamers pre-order pre-order video games. No, besides, I don't think it's a system seller. I think if people who have the system and they like Pokemon, they were, they're going to buy be. it. It could be yeah, a system like seller. I, sure. like, I think the la- like, uh, Zelda is a uh, system seller, Mario is a system seller, and Smash is a system seller. I don't know what the next if the next Pokemon is going to be the system seller. Okay, Mainline, the- yes, but this one definitely seems like it, it, it's trying out new things. Well, it's also being more of the casual crowd, so maybe it is the system seller, like just not to traditional Pokemon fans. Like, I, I don't know. I think... I think it has potential um, to be. Like, I don't think so. Not uh, to the like, core audience. Mm. No, uh, the Let's Go, literally the Pokemon Go crowd. It, that includes my freaking younger brother, who right. it, because the only reason he downloaded Pokemon is like, oh, I remember this. It's free on my phone. This is fun for a couple of weeks, and then they're done with it. But, right. but it's like they're not gonna go like I have to spend three hundred dollars on a machine just to play this, yeah. and then yeah. an additional yeah. sixty dollars on this. But also, you gotta consider that in like the world. Yeah, like a remake, a flashy remake of the first generation of Pokemon, which is the one again. that most people know. I, I know it's again, but this is like fully <laughs> 3D and a very like pleasing aesthetic. Um, uh, pretty fleshed out from what I can tell. Did like, you uh, know that uh, there's well. 151 Pokemon in the first generation? Yes. As I sure do. They sure do. Yeah. Although... Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> God, why has that come back in the last few weeks? I, f- I feel like I see that. How meme dare you now. reference fucking Family, family guy. guy? Yeah, that Family oh. Hey, guy man, meme. the person who hates Family Guy the most has turned a new leaf on it, so give me a fucking break. <laughs> God. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would agree yeah. that Smash. I don't know. You look at the history of Smash sales, it's not as like uh, much of a system seller for other systems as you might imagine. Like, it was for GameCube because. GameCube had fucking nothing for, like, a year after it came out. But unless you wanted to play Luigi's Mansion, which, God love you if you do, but it wasn't a great game. Uh, Melee came out, like, a month after the GameCube came out. I don't know why it wasn't a launch game, but I think it's because that game... That game is held together with pieces of tape and glue as is. So they probably got it out as early as they could. So that, I can see it maybe being a system seller is what I'm saying. But, I like, 3DS Wii U... Not as much system sales as you might think. Stuff like Mario Kart and the new Super Mario Brothers series, and even like Mario 3D World and probably your Mario Odysseys, uh, likely selling a lot more. No, I'm not. I'm not disputing the fact that Mario sells way more than Smash, but um, I know for a fact that a lot of my friends, or not friends, I mean, uh, a lot of friends, co- also colleagues, enemies, numbers, uh, on, on the top of the list. Aqu- uh, everyone like uh, like they they like they like or the Jimmy. idea of a switch yeah. but they're like they like the idea of a switch but they're like i like zelda i like mario but the one game that would really make me buy the system is the new smash, smash. it's like the final straw that's like you know what fuck it i'm just going to buy the system and it really seems like i the more i see of smash the more it seems like i bet sakurai died like 3 years ago and his he's like made an <laughs> ai to keep on his vision and like once once the game's out he'll reveal his uh, visage and it's like yeah they like working on this game fucking killed me here's your game with everything you've ever wanted in it i'm dead <laughs> so you literally can't ask me to do anything else like uh, i don't oh so all of these recordings were like pre-taped years ago like the uh, how you met yeah, your mother who, finale <laughs> christ oh god uh, but uh, no, you, uh, Go ahead. Funny. 
I'm just saying that's funny. It is funny. I Ten thousand changes, everyone. Ten. Th- hey, I could probably get, make a list, and you know, like this frame, this frame here is way different than Link's forward jab frame here. Like Diddy Kong has doesn't have a tail anymore. He does. Mm. Well, he doesn't have it. He does have a tail. He just doesn't use it in one of his par- his flurry attacks. Robert, don't question oh, me. Okay. Don't question me. Oh, okay. Me. Okay. Never I'm, mind. Diddy Kong's gonna be in the fuck or Dixie Kong's gonna be in the fucking game. Guarantee you. I'm actually excited for on your, your, your the story here. stuff. Yeah, I don't know what that's going to be, man. Because everybody's like, oh, spirits mode, spirits mode. You're going to save Luigi's ghost from Castlevania. And I'm like, <laughs> well, while I would love a uh, Smash Brothers story mode that's just in the entirety. Like, you're in a fucked up, uh, like, Dracula has brought forth all these Nintendo dimensions and, like, fused them with his castle somehow. Maybe has like the Mario sixty four Bowser paintings for worlds or something like that'd be cool. But I I don't really see that being the whole story. Although it is a weird trend how all the good guys are getting brutally fucking murdered by all these villains. <laughs> like good. <laughs> like really crushes Mario's skull and then toys with his hat. Like ha ha! I killed your friend Samus. What are you gonna fucking do? Oh man, yeah. The it I don't know. The trailers are cool, but they are like dark in a way that is just weird. Like. What do you think Sakurai pitched to Miyamoto about, okay, in this scene, death from Castlevania is going to literally, no sugarcoating, no bullshit, literally going to murder Luigi and harvest his soul. <laughs> and Miyamoto's no. just like, And have Luigi man. play. <laughs> and have All Luigi saying, just play with his corpse. <laughs> oh, God, like a, mar- like a marionette. Ugh. All I'm uh, saying is that sh- all I'm saying is that whoever, it should have been Waluigi. That would have been a huge middle finger if Waluigi was the one that died. <laughs> uh, you hear people like going crazy because they're like the two chairs way behind in the screen that's like purple and yellow. People are like, "That's a hint that Sakurai wants to put Waluigi, but he's not saying it right now." And I'm like, "You guys no, are crazy." But here's the thing: that's just a couple notches below crazy than that. Uh, that could be representative of Skull Kids fairies, uh, yeah. Tattle and Tail, who are purple and yellow. And the couch in the background does have a distinct pattern that is sort of matches Skull Kids like color palette. So it is it is Charlie Day levels of crazy, but not as crazy as like <laughs> it's a purple chair. That's Waluigi. Yeah, consult your your friend for of the cork organ string. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, speaking of the darkness uh, the uh, that resides within Smash trailers, somebody like showed me like a comparison between the earlier Smash reveals and the latest one. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, that's the newest one is way way darker. It's like I mean, it's you. The logo it's is engulfed in flames. In and I'm flames, like, while like an inkling is staring in horror, seemingly, <laughs> where it's just like, oh god, I have to be put in this fucking multiversal death match. Like, I'm just turning into eternal torments. Yeah. I'm trapped in this fucking eternal prison of of this master hand or whatever the the story quote unquote story is gonna be. And which suddenly, I, like death metal plays in the background, it's like. Dur. I mean, dur, 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 dur. a lot of Castlevania remixes are metal already. Like when Dracula fucking shows up, is playing a fucking rip ass cover of Dracula from a like Castlevania Four. He sh- <laughs> he sure shreds. <laughs> um, but oh man, I, skin. I forgot that Simon Belmont actually looks like that because so I went when I saw this fucking like medieval caveman looking ass I'm just like wait that's Simon I he doesn't look normal he he he's supposed to look like kind of a a barbarian type you know I guess um, but because that's uh, a little I'm, weird yeah I haven't played the game the game like Castlevania four right uh, was it or which which Castlevania that Simon started or is it Simon was in the first one 
I mean, he was oh, in okay. one, two, and no, three was uh, Trevor Belmont. So one oh, and two. Okay. One and two are, okay. are Simon's big gets. Oh, okay, cool. So, no, I had never played the older Castlevania games. The only Castlevania game the, of the 2D ones I've ever played was Symphony of the Night. So I loved all the cards. Yeah, I loved Alucard's look. And I've seen the animated one, like the most cynical shit I've ever seen in a while. And then so I, Simon in Have my head like... Have you seen I don't know about that. No, no, I meant... C- 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 I mean, look, Westworld is kind of cynical, but it's like there's kind a... Of. No, no, but it, there's <laughs> some... There's some... Oh, there's a hope mentality underlying everything that there might be a revolution. Mm. But I've, I haven't seen season two, so... I don't know about that. So every but then, human in there is kind of a monster in some way, though. True. But true anyway, true. go on. Uh, especially in their acting. Oh. Uh, but anyway. Heyo. Anyways, but then I saw the new Castlevania. I'm like, it's like uh, uh, the writer. I forgot his name, but he's like a prominent comic book writer, and he's like the most cynical fuck to ever exist in life. I mean, it's I mean, really good, but it is cynical in a way. If you have, if you've seen the uh, anime Helsing, um, which oddly enough is about. Dracula and Alucard and stuff too, which <laughs> I did not think about that until now. But uh, it's similar, like sort of cynicism towards like humanity as a whole. Um, it's yeah, it's just kind of deliciously fucked up in a way. What is a man but a miserable pile of cliches? Oh god, he throws in the oh, smash for the shit. trailer. Fucking Dracula throws the, bam, bam, the bam, bam, bam. <laughs> He throws the, he throws his glass and it shatters on the smash for the trailer. I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. I'll play as Richter. Fuck it. I don't even know who Richter is, other than the guy in the intro of Symphony of the Night. But I'll, I'll play as him, uh, sure. I, I was kind of disappointed that either, neither Alucard nor Dracula was, were playable. I'm like, ah. Oh. You, you yeah. think Alucard would be more, much more prominent here, because like, it's, it's like, I ever once played Symphony of the Night, if you played a Castlevania. I mean, that's why there's so much Symphony of the Night love in that game. It's, it's kind of strange. But I mean, I, I guess I kind of get why they didn't want to make two whole Castlevania characters, so they made one and then made a clone. Which is you uh, know, like, uh, uh, it was not like the eight final like the, the eight uh, Fire Emblem characters that are in it. But like three of those are cl- <laughs> three of those are clones. So, uh huh. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, that, and honestly, Corin doesn't even play like a fucking Fire Emblem character. Barely has a sword to begin with. <laughs> right. I wanted to ask because people said the reason Alucard wasn't uh, like a character is because like his most prominent game was on the PlayStation, and I'm like, I, I don't but know. But Nintendo. The- Huh? Yeah, yeah, but I guess. Is a but, game. Yeah, but I, I think Cloud has a much bigger clout uh, than Alucard. I don't know. To be like, honest. and so is Snake. And Snake was and from that is from Metal Gear Solid Two. And True. you know, I, I Rose, guess, I guess it's it's strange. Like that is fair. They're like, oh, it's it's more prominent on PlayStation, so they probably would shy away from it. But then they put Cloud in there, and and Final Fantasy Seven is probably like the most important PlayStation game that ever came out, or next to Metal Gear Solid. You know, like and Croc um, Legend of the Gabos and Legend of Lagaya. <laughs> let's not forget and Pepsi Man. Duh! Come on, guys. Of course, come on. Battle Arena Toshinden. <laughs> Just seminal, yeah, but, seminal uh, speaking of Snake, I loved having Snake there, but I would have loved if they had Big Boss, especially if it was uh, Venom Boss. But like, I mean, I they loved... still they still could Venom do boss. that. They still could do that. Is the thing like they could do. Uh, from what I gather, their Echo Fighters really aren't huge adjustments from the main characters themselves. So it doesn't take as much man hours or work to do it, which is I, why you've seen like five or six of them when the when you know previously there was like one or two. I I I want to I want I want to see Keith or Sutherland walk into a studio and ask what what, what this is for. 
like, oh, you're playing this one soldier dude, you're playing as Punish Snake again, but you're you're gonna be voicing the character in this game where you can fucking kick Mario's ass. Exactly. I want hey, I want I, mean, I want that scenario to play. I'm out. sure David Hayter had similar processes when he did it in 2008 because he probably had just wrapped on fucking uh, Metal Gear Solid Four. So uh, that would be funny if it was Kiefer Sutherland Venom Snake versus you know David Hayter Solid Snake, which is what it's gonna <laughs> be. Like that'd be kind of a meeting of worlds. But I mean, the thing is, like because of Echo Fighters, you could actually make a case for like yeah big boss could be in there he'd be right. more i bet he'd be more close quarters like cqc focused and have less like weapons and guns like snake does but um, you gotta fulton people you, you gotta oh like, god yeah. yeah that'd be fantastic yeah. uh actually i, I don't want to diverge the talk away so much from uh smash but uh i actually have two items that i just recently seen regarding metal gear it's like the insert coin clothing i don't know if you guys have ever seen that stuff I know insert uh, insert tea or insert clothing tea. And yeah, but yeah, they, they're awesome, and they just made a new Metal Gear uh, clothing stuff, and it's great. And also, literally, I've just seen it a couple hours ago. The director of Kong Skull Island, you, you know, the guy who's like been obsessing over Kojima since three, like yeah, two years now, fighting or off something? the uh, fighting off some some mafiosos too. Yeah, yeah you get, see that story? I haven't actually. I what, have not that? seen that yeah. either. Wow, it's pretty dope. Wow, uh, but like, so he, he nearly gets killed by them, but then he just retaliated by, by like searching for them. Oh yeah, justice. Oh, that's wow. cool. I'll, I'll Google that and read the whole story. But he literally <laughs> just tweeted like, "Thank you," and he's adding everybody. Thank you, like the writer. Thank you for Ari and uh, uh, Avi Arad. Thank you, Sony. And then he tagged, "Thank you, Konami," and I'm like, "What?" And then and it's like uh, it was a reply to a thread of the Metal Gear thread that he made about like, oh the. Metal Gear appreciation thread for the past month, and it's like, is this is this confirmation that the movie is a greenlit? <laughs> Maybe, I mean that that could be a weird roundabout way of doing that, but uh, that would be if if I had anybody want like anybody tried to do a Metal Gear movie, like somebody who's as passionate about it as him, I guess I would you know be on board with that. Like the, here's the thing about video game movies, I never care about them, so I can never really be disappointed about them. Like. Oh, there's a new Tomb Raider movie last year? Sure, cool, whatever. That's okay, whatever. Like, I I guess it's loosely adapted from their more recent Tomb Raiders. Cool. Yeah, from the 2013 reboot, more so that than the batshit crazy Underworld? Uh, original, yeah, yeah, like Underworld or like the, the original Chorus series. Right, it was still a bit a bit subdued, but hey, at this point, I hope Nathan Fillion's fucking Uncharted movie happens because that short film is actually very, very good. Yeah, uh, it's funny to me that uh, starting from 2010, like you got freaking respected actors and directors doing these movies, like Prince of Persia. Even though I have a huge problem with it, like with the whitewashing stuff, but it's like it's a director of the fourth Harry Potter movie, and it stars freaking Jake Gyllenhaal and Jim Atcherton and Ben Kingsley. I'm like, what? This is crazy. Alfred Molina I, too. Alfred Mor- Molina, yeah. Sorry, like the underrated player in every single <laughs> movie he's ever in. But yeah. It's like, <laughs> And uh, and the movie, even though the movie is not good, it's not bad it's either. Okay. It's, it's like it's, it's a, it is totally forgettable. Fine. It is fine. It is a okay film. That it's a okay. movie. I like right. I like the phrase. It's a movie. Right. It, 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 it functions. It does what it needs to do. It, it, it's painfully coincidental, knowing that the quasi tie-in game was there's called no, The Prince of Persia and the Forgotten Sands. There's no oh, uh, yeah. There's uh, no boom <laughs> mic that you know caught in frame. Like they did a good job. It's uh, a technical no, achievement. It's, it's funny that the game has like we have a saying in Arabic like the name fits the bill. 
and it's like the Forgotten Sands, the Prince of Persia game that nobody remembers. It's like, oh yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, like you said, quasi movie tie-in, the movie tie-in that wasn't a movie tie-in. Yeah, like the ratchet. Like, did you guys do? Uh, speaking of games that are attached to movies, did you guys forget that there was a Ratchet and Clank movie? I was super excited for it. Then I saw the reviews, and it's like, really, it's that bad? Because they're just retelling like the first game story, but they kind of weren't. Because the first game story is actually a lot better, and, and that remake, it's just very beautiful, but it's just not as good as the original. Yeah, right. no, it's a, it's uh, I love I love the gameplay in it, but the uh, the cutscenes were literally ripped from the movie or vice versa. I don't know which 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 was the catalyst. <laughs> to no, I don't know. I really don't know. It's like because this look because it does look like PS4 graphics, but also at the same time looks like shitty CGI graphics. So it's just right. Yeah. So, but uh, I forgot. Uh, I think it was. I don't know if it was Super Bunny Hop or Itch Bomber Guy. I don't know which one was it. But they're like they made the review for the remake and the original games, and they said that uh, even though the game, the racing game, in by itself is totally adequate. It's a fun game to play, but it didn't have. It lacked the punch the original had. The original had like, oh, there's a an actual conflict between Ratchet and Clank when they first met, and it's yes, and yes. yeah, and there's a soundtrack. There's an industrial soundtrack that. Uh, Robert, I, I, you knew it when I was going to start on this uh, podcast. I'm David Beargard. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I was going to mention Spyro, the industrial soundtrack there. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, but yeah, there, there's an incredible industrial soundtrack, but then they replace it with a, just an, a regular orchestral soundtrack in the remake. And I'm like, huh, yeah, that mm. does sound, uh, you know, like, I like the game, but it's, it's not like game of the year. No. Yeah, that, that, that video is yeah. like, oh gosh, like 40 or 50 minutes long too, right? Right, yeah. I have it saved somewhere, but like I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, no, it's like it Pop really disappointed it. me, and I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked uh, the new game, and I'm like, I couldn't put my finger on what was wrong with it, you know, and I'm like, yep. I'm like, oh, there's no conflict. I didn't feel the tension. I didn't feel like, oh, I needed to finish the game. How Ratchet Lost Its Edge, 2002 original versus the 2016 rebo- reboots, um, the Gaming Brit Show. That's oh. the one I have, but oh, it's not. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't watch the gaming Brit. So I did, it was just a random video. Like I saw this. Like oh, this is not bad. But anyway, I, I think it was Super Bunny Hop. I'm, I'm, I might have to double check. Anyways, so yeah. That's Sorry funny. for the rambling. I, I just love platformers, and it just saddens me that they're no more anymore. Yeah, I mean they're 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 not that many anymore. Sadly, I mean I felt like Ratchet and Clank was a good attempt. The remake. The uh, the one from a couple years ago was a good attempt, but like you said, it was kind of just a fluffed up retelling that didn't really stick the landing as much as the originals did. So very beautiful and you know, a, really a great good. technical yeah. showcase, but it's it's like well you know it, it, it's fine you know like I'm glad it, it 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 exists and it's acknowledging that this series can go series can go on. Right now. What happened to that Sly movie? I I, I gotta ask. Oh no, it was it was obviously show. canceled. It was obvious after the, oh, yeah. the massive flop of the movie of the Ratchet and Clank movie. It's it, like it's obviously like yeah, no, just cancel anything that's <laughs> all Sony animated properties that are, are based <laughs> on video games. Like sorry, Jack yep. and Daxter, you might have come out in twenty twenty seven, but not anymore, <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, no, I yeah, like you're you're joking, but I do remember hearing about the Ratchet and Clank movie back in twenty twelve, and I'm like. I mean, I guess that's why, I, like, I know animated movies take that long, but then I'm seeing I... the movie and I'm like, this took four years to make? I'm like, okay. It's, <laughs> I, I don't like shitting on animators. It's like animation is hard already, but it's like, 
the mo- I'm, but the movie wasn't good. Sorry. It's not all their fault that the movie was bad either. So. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's not. It's not. I, I, I always I, like. I, I always blame executives for any bad or anything. So yeah. But oh god, yeah, I like that's why I don't really even flinch at vi- any video game movie to be to be honest anymore. Like it's just okay, like whatever. If it, I don't even. I don't even go. Maybe this one will be good. Because like I don't know, like. There's such a <laughs> Nothing low bar will for that surpass shit. the original Mortal Kombat film. Okay, I'm, I'm just yeah. putting that out there. Yeah, yeah but that, uh, okay, um, video game movies like I think they had a bad rap in the 2000s because of Uwe fucking Ball, but uh, like the Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter movies were just just stupid fun movies in my opinion, to be honest. And I'll give the Street Fighter movie credit for the like uh, the It Was Tuesday speech is actually really fucking cool. For a bad guy to say to somebody like, "Oh, you're fucking." <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, like no, one it of is a few gr- saving graces of that film. Well, yeah. that Raul Julia Julia's last hurrah. Exactly, you can tell he was not having a good time. I mean, he was hamming it up and having fun, but you can tell just like mm. this man oh. is slowly no. dying on screen. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he enjoyed of. the role, he's dying but for his yeah, art. he's dying. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, at, least, he but, at least had a fun time because uh, boy, did he ham it up. Yeah, but look, 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 Mortal Kombat has Goro being punched in the balls. Okay, just putting <laughs> it out there. This is true. This is true. Yeah, but uh, but I hope that Jordan Vogt Roberts actually makes the first good video game movie. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, I it it would be only fitting if oddly enough, Metal Gear, a franchise totally steeped in uh, like cinematography and like influential films and literally ripping off a shit ton of eighty stuff, was itself a, a good adaptation <clears throat> of a video game, like. Oh god, and Metal Gear just goes through so many hoops and stuff. Have you, if you've played two or four, or even fucking like Revengeance, just the no, places it goes, man. The How first does nine game... eleven happen? How does nine eleven happen <laughs> in the Metal Gear verse? Two, All right, yeah. Two no, the, three, um, I, I've, four I've, I've seen five. Uh, cinematics of the first movie because I'm like, I, I was first movie, first game, and I'm like, I'm not because I'm not playing that shit. Uh, and uh, it honest, it's it's straightforward. If you just adapt the first Metal Gear without any of the fluff around it, well, any of the complications that came after that, it's gonna the be okay. Lore, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a total lorgasm stuff after two. But I, I will say, Metal Gear Solid Two, looking back, like kind of predicted this sort of uh, like techno state of uh, like surveillance and security and terror like a war on terror kind of thing it, it kind of predicted that like right before it actually started happening um, right yeah and Metal Gear 4 like did uh, like they introduced me to the idea of the merc- like PVC mercenary stuff yeah, yeah paramilitary PMCs, corporations sorry. yeah PV- man. yeah PVC is plastics <laughs> <laughs> the CVS the QVC <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, PMCs, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, what is this concept? And then I Google it, and it scared the shit out of me. It is a real thing. It is actually an incredible, incredible threat to uh, a lot of people out there. So, uh, yeah, they were totally on that before any of that stuff really even cropped up. Um, even I still find it weird though that uh, Metal Gear Revengeance, one of the bad guys, talks about the good old days after 9/11. I'm like, when did 9/11 happen in the world of Metal Gear? Like is he? It, it, did the events of Metal Gear Solid Two just hap, happen to happen on September 11th? Because and, like, and honestly, I cannot believe he actually said "Make America Great Again." It's I mean, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's unbelievable to that, me. And I'm that like, entire left boss fight, uh, Senator Armstrong. He is just like he is a Super Saiyan uh, MAGA guy or something. <laughs> like 
He is just Super Saiyan middle manager type su- dude. Yeah. Super Saiyan like middle manager Ron Paul motherfucker. Like <laughs> he's talking about having to burn America to the ground and like from its ashes will rise a new better nation. It's like hyper Darwinism. It bench. is it is hyper Darwinism. It's like the strong survive and the weak perish. And it's and even like, though technically, if you actually apply Darwinism, technically, like, no offense, Dylan, no offense, Robert, the white man will lose in the end, even though you're the majority. I mean, no shit. Do you, like, do you see what white people do? You do you see how pudgy we are? Do you see Come how on. fucking, like, affluent and weird white people can be? Like, they're not going to last. Come on. <laughs> I was like, I've been to Africa, and in, I, I, I've been hunting a lot. Yeah, under a controlled... Like <laughs> extremely controlled environment. I got my guns. What are you gonna do to me? Uh, but yeah, it's revenge. It goes places, and yeah, that whole make America great again stuff is just like this is 2013. Like, blah, this is kind of just. Kojima. That was before, and that was before the like. I remember a time like I don't know if you guys ever. I, I put it in your on your mind, but I do remember a time when it was post nine eleven. But like all the hate on Muslims have cool, has cooled down, and I'm like, holy shit, we're cool again. Yes, it's awesome. And then the sweet, sweet two years between twenty twelve and uh, twenty eleven and twenty thirteen, we were cool again. And then fucking ISIS happened, and I'm like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> it was all white people's fault anyway. Um. I, I, yeah, I think we're gonna. Uh, uh, Divert this into an extremely political podcast. Just a little bit. Hello, Just a little hello bit. this is what P- I was talking this about is, Metal Gear. Uh, this is PMB's last stand. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the case, I'll, I'll invite Jed back here. So he, he's got a few jokes about that. Oh, by sure. my jokes, I mean like fu- fucking statements that would just like halt the fucking podcast. I was going to say, so just, just like some, some like Norm, Norm McDonald ass fucking. Uh, winds up and pitches there but um <laughs> hey metal gear if nothing else is a very political franchise i mean overall just it has a lot of things to say about that kind of stuff and not just not in a typical you know, like you know what else is political oh, putting kids that? in cages super smash brothers is, oh god uh, is, super smash brothers yeah. is an allegory for uh the the white supremacist movement uh uh, you turn people uh, into statues, and I don't know. I, I could actually probably pen something about allegories in the Smash Bros. series. Okay, I, I I can go to the store and buy some straws. You can grasp out there, buddy. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, d- dig deeper. There's a there's a hidden meaning. Uh, they're trying to make Slippy Frog gay. Sorry, Slippy Toad. <laughs> Slippy Toad. Don't be uh, his name. Don't be the Toad family like that. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, Master the, Hand is actually the invisible hand of capitalism. It's okay? no secret That's that all. he's he's white for a reason, man. Just <laughs> deeper. A crazy hand's a left hand. Uh it's a it's a. Why do you think Michael Jackson was always wearing one white glove? Come on, mm. he knew. Uh, look, no, he's part of the Illuminati. No offense to Japan. I love Japan. I love Japanese people, but let's be honest. They have a weird, weird, weird love boner for. Nazism and uh, white supremacy and capitalism. So, I guess yeah, oh. that is totally fair. I mean, if you've if even just like pop culture from Japan, if you've read fucking Attack on Titan season, uh, like the recent manga chapters, it goes fucking crazy with like not that it's inherently anti-Semitic, but it's just like randomly, just the main characters are all like on an island culture where they are all branded by stars, and it's just like, what are you trying to say? I don't understand. Like, it, it's it's so weird, but uh, and I'm not saying it's because they love racism. I, I think they just, I, I think it's just a cultural thing. It's like 
you know, I can't explain it, but in you know how uh, like some people like how uh, in Black Panther, like th there's a huge allegory behind it that bl uh, black people in Africa don't understand and actually make fun of black people in America for the uh, what's called their struggles and actually actively ignore them. It's like the same thing. It's like they don't understand what this stuff means so it's like oh we're, we love the costumes we love the yeah maybe it's just the eccentricity or something yeah, like yeah, yeah 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 the inherent kind of wackiness that was formerly associated with like nazism and stuff you usually saw them in caricatures and silly silly you know scenarios and settings and glorious bastards was you know like uh sort of just about a lot of that a lot of like a revenge story for jews on making you know nazis into a bunch of fucking dipshit assholes and murdering hitler in a fucking crowded theater I don't know that 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 movie. You thought it was gonna be about the bastards, but it, they they were in there for like twenty minutes. Yeah. No, like I, I remember. Oh gosh, there, there's some country where like uh, Hitler has been memed. Oh boy. Where like he is is like this like lovable figure, in in some parts of Asia. Um, oh yeah, no, I think it was Korea. Yeah, like... I think it's. Or no, I think it's like Thailand, probably. Uh, yeah, maybe because uh, I remember like somebody showing like pictures of Korea where like K KFC was used like not, not not a KFC exactly but KFC knockoff restaurant is using Hitler as their uh, mascot and I'm like what the fuck? Oh fuck yeah 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 I'm I'm looking at this yeah Thailand it is definitely Thailand where you see like it's like this looks like it like oh, McDonald's yeah like like think of like Ronald McDonald. But it was actually Hitler with, with the white makeup and, and like the striped shirts, doing the salutes. <laughs> well, that's strange. Yeah, yeah uh, that, uh, it's funny. Like uh, this podcast, like Goodwin's Law predicted, has turned to talk about Hitler. <laughs> nah, you know I can tell from the start. Just you know, you get me drunk enough, and then the the, the southern comes out of me. Yeah. Uh, actually, I wa I talked to Robert on like when I like behind like uh, inside baseball. We were talking behind about, your like, back, Dylan. Yeah, oh, yeah behind how your... dare? <laughs> yeah, 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 get used to it, white man. Anyways, how dare you exclude <laughs> me? I'm the whitest man on this podcast, and I will be respected as such. I'm gonna uh, no, it, stop being ironic. Like, uh... That's why. The, that's why we made you the host. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, okay. No, you, you declared yourself the host earlier. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what a white guy thing to I do. I forgot about that. Yeah. So there what did you you, what did you do behind my back, you snakes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please no steppy. <laughs> please no steppy. Oi. Oi. Yay. Diversity like... of thought. Diversity of thought. What happened to diversity of thought? Uh, the man, no. oh, oh, the, the true diversity. Another white guy, but he thinks differently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you say? Uh. <laughs> sorry. Anyways, I was I'm sorry. Do you work for the, the New York Times opinion page now? I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> and anyways, so me, like we're talking about like uh, like oh, how's life and all that. And, I'm, and I told him I'm really because we're talking about Ratchet and Clank. And that's another Insomnia game I'm really excited about. Spider-Man. It's like, it's, uh, it's, uh, I'm really excited for it. I, can't, I really can't freaking wait. I pre-ordered. Hell yeah. Yeah, I pre-ordered yeah. the <laughs> special, special edition. I kind of want to get a, uh, the PS4 Pro bundle they have for it, but I don't really play my oh. PS4 all that much as is. Also, I kind of think it looks a little glossy and plasticky for my tastes but um well i'll be the judge of that because i'll own one 
Well, there the you day, go. Uh, because there it, you go. it was my uh, birthday present, actually. Because oh, we need we need to replace the PS4 anyway, because it was loud as shits just playing Horizon on that. Right. And it, it sounded like 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 a like a fucking jet taking off. Yeah, that that device looks sexy as fuck. The controller, not so much. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the free controller. Buttons. Yeah, it is free controller. Those are those aren't super cheap controllers. So. Yeah, but in, in any case, so yeah, I'm really excited about Spider Man. It's like it's finally a good Spider Man game after. Yeah. And and uh, people are gonna say a decade. For me, in my opinion, the last good Spider Man game was Ultimate Spider Man. I tried to enjoy Web of Shadows, but I'm like. That's fair. It's fun. But Shattered Dimensions. Ooh, Shattered maybe. Dimensions. <laughs> don't 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 you dare! That that is a good Spider Man game. Just just because it's not open world. Just because it has actual levels. Yeah, but they're not that remarkable. I don't know. Shattered Dimension seemed, if nothing else, forgettable. Just because it's, it's not. It's so not much. a bad game. It is far from forgettable. It's just oh. overly long with its levels. But that inherently makes it kind of forgettable because you're just like, what am I even doing in this fucking level anymore? Like, why am I here? Oh, I have to go back to fucking 2099 for a level, and now I'm back to noir and here. No, like, um, that's fucking neat. You can no, see like different variations that, on like iconic Spider-Man. No, villains. I I like. And each Shattered level Dimensions. is a villain. But the problem with Shattered Dimensions, it's like, it, it doesn't, like, even though they tried to make it, uh, like, uh, sectioned off into levels, I didn't feel like the level design was adequate enough to justify that decision. You totally know what I fair. Mean? I, that's, that's fair. They, they yeah. tried, and they tried to, like, you know, consolidate it a little bit with Edge of Time, which is, like, for you... It's, for, it's garbage. For you, no, yeah, Edge of Time is you, bad. For you P&B historians out there, that is, like... One of Travis's like white whales, like he hates that game so fucking much. Uh, and it's like they they removed the uh, uh, like one of the, the second, well, I mean, the most interesting part of the original Shattered Dimensions, which is the noir Spider-Man. It's like I love those levels, and the, the level design in that was great. Yeah, and they got rid of that, and also like Ultimate Spider-Man. So it's like, oh, you have two of the characters from the previous game. And now they're all in the like this fucking like laboratory hallways and like sewers and all, all like these like quasi futuristic um, technological areas. Yeah, no, it was just, it was at the time. Like, it all just like generic and, and just like it's like, oh, you were given like six months to make this. Okay, I get it. Yeah, no, it was at the time when Activision tried to make Spider-Man an, another yearly uh, franchise. 2010 right, right. was Shattered Dimensions. 2011 was Edge of Time. Like literally a year later, like I couldn't even. 2012 believe my eyes. was like Amazing Spider-Man, and they did movie yeah. tie-in. Yeah, which was uh, which was an open-world game where you web Are up you to sure? the sky. I'm like, why? <laughs> Yeah, they that tr- sounds like the, the the first like Spider-Man, like the Treyarch Spider-Man game. Yeah, like the very the first, first one. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're like you're in the rain and you're fighting Vulture and you're just like webbing the sky. <laughs> yeah, and it's like uh, the Amazing Spider-Man two tried to rectify that, but you know when it's obviously it's not based on physics. It's obviously like they specifically put this point is webbed, this point is webbed. It's, it doesn't feel. Uh, it doesn't right. feel Organics. like. Yeah, organic. It doesn't like Spider-Man Two. I can't believe Spider-Man Two, a game on the PS freaking Two of all things, like had an amazing, incredible organic. Like you said, yeah, exactly. Those pizza delivery games, pizza mini game. It was fun and trying to collect all these fucking balloons. It's been in my existence, but yeah, no. And you can be such a dick in that game too, like to like random civilians. 
because you, you could like leave people to die and then they actually like show the animations it's like oh well uh hey time right now I, i'm just gonna like fucking collapse and die just like fall off a fucking ledge and you can like take like random goons and bring them to the top of the empire state building and just fucking like like go upside down and just like bring them down all the way down to the fucking pavement head first Ugh. <laughs> well, it's fucking brutal have you seen the open world trailer for spider-man uh they actually talked about being nice PS4. to civilians like taking selfies with I them i know yeah it's so <laughs> sweet that alone is like it's gonna be fun it's like instead of oh you being nice to civilians is just bringing the fucking balloons it's like you actually do multiple <laughs> multiple activities and it's, it's not a chore exactly yeah and it's like I'm just seeing like the the moment of it where he's on the train and then like the civilians like sleeping on his shoulder. I'm like ah, I love this. I love this. <laughs> it's like yeah. I can't. I'm I'm seriously cannot wait. This is like this is like, this is like the Spider-Man game of my dreams. It's like it's it, like 2018. It, it genuine, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. 2018 is like the year of Aziz. It's like finally a Spider-Man game <laughs> for Aziz. <laughs> I mean, I hope it works out. Like I I I'm keeping my expectations in check oh, a little will. bit, yeah. only because it seems like. I don't know. I see a, I, the most recent trailer I saw had a lot of Infamous in it, which isn't bad. Infamous is a very good series overall, but like I'm not expecting you know this game to like you know completely blow us on our asses. You know, I'm expecting it to be a pretty great you know like an uh, I don't want to put fucking numbers. That's super reductive, but like <laughs> a fine game. I think it's gonna be a pretty great game overall. I think it's gonna be like a very solid superhero game at the very very least. You know, and I think your best case scenario worst, is going to be an eight. Uh, yeah, Let's just put that, that put it out right, there. Right, yeah. right. Like, and you know, maybe it'll be the next Arkham of sorts. You know, to kind of reinvigorate uh, superheroes and games for a little bit. Speaking of Arkham, we should get a Batman Beyond game because that should be made. Damn it! I agree. I would love a uh, Arkham Beyond or something like that. You know. That would be fun, but speaking of Arkham, I can't believe they didn't announce a Superman game, and it's like, it it was literally primed to be announced this E3, and I'm like, where is it? I want my Superman yeah, that, game, Rocksteady. That, there's there's been some strange um, AAA absences uh, this year. Like, we haven't heard anything about the new Mortal Kombat, and those those games are always on like two years, like Mortal Kombat, two years Injustice, two years Mortal Kombat, two years Injustice. You know, and then it's been two years since Injustice Two. So where's Mortal Kombat? Where's those announcements? I assume it's going to be at like a Gamescom or a Game Awards or something like that. But PlayStation, PlayStation Experience, if they have one. Experience, yeah. But you, you guys forgot about the Paris thing or whatever. It's Paris called. game. Well, I thought Paris Games Week was Gamescom, but that could be different. Mm, I'm thinking more Game Awards. Game Awards would be a good place for that, just because it's, you know you know your audience. Yeah. You know people are going to be super fucking excited to see like. Uh, 4K 60 frames per second uh, Scorpion <laughs> fucking eviscerating a guy. Like, Mortal Kombat is in this huge one-up game of, of brutal uh, fatalities, and, like, some of the shit in Mortal Kombat X is just... It is insane how... Yeah, how yeah I know. I, I loved when they revealed Mortal Kombat X. It's like, no UI, no nothing. It's just two guys Scorpion beating is, the yeah, shit out of each was, other. It was just Scorpion and Sub-Zero beating the shit out of each other. It wasn't quite in engine, but it showed a lot of the mechanics that would be in the game. There's some environmental stuff that was there. Um, it was it was really cool, and even Mortal Kombat Nine did that a little bit with like, I I don't know if it was right when it was announced, but they announced Kratos for the PS3 version pretty early in its uh, cycle. 
So having holy shit, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, most people do. There was a lot of that going on, but um, PlayStation got a lot of weird fighting. Yeah, games oh, so this. we're gonna have uh, Daddy Kratos in the next Mortal Kombat? I'd be okay <laughs> with that in all honesty, but that seems more like a Tekken deal. If uh, because... after Negan, I guess. And honestly, to be honest, the Daddy Kratos, if like his the new one, fits more of the fighting game stances, or I don't know the right terminology for it, but it he feels more grounded. There, there's more of a sort of flow and pacing to God of War fights that would lend themselves to fighting games compared to the sort of brawler action variety that you saw in God of War three, God of War two, stuff like that. You know, I could see like and. I bet Kratos will find his way into other fighting games. Did you know he was in Soul Calibur on the PSP? Yeah. like I did not know that. He's been in a lot of crosses. He was in Shovel Knight on PS3. Like he, Kratos has been around. I'd say out of every any PlayStation icon, he's had the most representation in like other games. Um, yeah, that that's what surprises me. Uh, because when Sony decided to make Nate, Nate from Uncharted their, their official mascot, and I'm like, wait... Kratos was your official mascot yeah, last what year. What happened? Yeah, and Kratos is very late in the PS2 game, but he was still there. Nathan Drake is just a fucking Indiana Jones allegory, man, or ripoff. Yeah, like it's much better to have that than like a, a genocidal nihilist. I mean, you know, Kratos <laughs> genocidal has, nihilist. I love it. I love it. Kratos has his flaws. I'll give you that. But uh, Gen- genocidal <laughs> nihilist is my bad name. Kill a few million people, you know, no, no big deal. I, I might have brought about the end of the world, but that's no, semantics. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm no. gonna pull a Michael Raparas and defend fucking God of War. The original God <laughs> of War trilogy had it didn't have a lot of nuance, but it had some. Damn it, it, it had, had enough it, to, it had enough to be like to tell Kratos that he's being a shitty, you know, like he is actually an asshole. He's not the good guy. He is a piece of shit for what he's doing, especially in three. So. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. When people are saying, "Oh, he just just is angry," I'm like, "Yeah, they freaking uh, just what's it called? Uh, acknowledge box? that in the trilogy." I mean, yeah, by three they kind of had to. Like, th- he's doing such heinous shit to everybody. It's just like, right? Come, it's 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 one thing to watch, but it's also one thing to like participate in. Be a part of it. Yeah, it, it it gets a little muddy because that's like the nature of games as a medium is like. You know, how, how responsible, how powerful does this make you in terms of doing this stuff? Which, you know, it's kind of cool that games get to do that. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, Kratos was kind of the mascot for a while. But they couldn't put Nathan Drake in fucking Soul Calibur, I guess. Like, <laughs> uh, he was in... Uh, I do remember PlayStation All-Stars. He was prominently... I was going to say that. I'm like, well, he was in that forgettable Smash Clones. Oh, whatever. man. PlayStation All-Stars. I, I could write a whole lot about how that game just... Tried to be Smash Brothers, but really didn't make it work. Remember, did, did did you did we all forget that it was Sony's fall of fall game of 2012? I guess I think it was because they were trying to prep up the PS4, so they didn't and, have any franchise ready for PS3 at the time. So they were like, I guess PlayStation All Stars. This no, is our fall were, lineup. They were <laughs> they were still uh, kicking around the Vita at that point. Vita was. Vita got PlayStation All Stars. Oh right, right. Most, was, I would say that? most early Vitas were bundled. That's with how PlayStation I played PlayStation All Stars yeah, on the Vita. I played on Vita as well. I think that's how a lot it was of a PS Plus game. Right, right. Um, yeah, 2012, and, like uh, the year where Sony gave a shit about the Vita. 
Uh, yeah, the one year. You know, they got Persona 4 Golden. And the one where they like, gave away all their games. It's like, uh, here's all the launch games. We don't know what to do with this anymore. No one's developing for it. Uh, shit. Man, uh, I... really fucked up I, here. If they made Killzone Mercenary somehow on the, the Switch, I would play it. I actually liked Killzone Mercenary quite a bit. It's the only Killzone I actually kind of liked, in all honesty. Um, just the way... Yeah, because it was it, short. It had, it had a short mobile sensibility Ooh. to it where you were doing like small pocket sized missions and I, I kind of dug that because you could it felt like not not a roguelike in terms of mechanics, but in terms of pacing and in terms of how you got weapons. Um yeah, a lot um, of it felt roguelikey. The the switch is what I wanted my Vita to be, like a like a system where I yep. have all of my games on it. And for a while it did. My PS Vita was my indie machine. And but after a while Same. I'm like I can't justify it because there's no indie games anymore on it. Exactly, there's... like everybody's, but everybody's kind of moved on. Even the JRPG uh, sort of houses. Uh, that, yeah, exactly. You know... The freaking the developers that supported Vita, like in 2013 and 14, the, like the only reason that you could still cling on to a Vita, they're like, yeah, whatever, we give up too. Like, I what? mean, when, Disca- when Disgaea Five was on Switch and not Vita, I'm like, oh, this is the death knell. Like, this is when all the Japanese games are just going to flood over to, to the Switch. Like, because there was a bit of a tradition where, like, all, like, this guy up to that point was, like, a Sony franchise, if only because, you know, you, they couldn't really sell it on Wii and Xbox had no presence in Japan. But, um, you know, it was always on Sony machines. All the remakes were on v- Like, you always had the main game and you had an enhanced uh, port for Vita. Same thing with this guy two on PSP and that similar stuff. So it's just like okay, that'll that'll, that'll be how this goes. But this guy at five very quickly got uh, a switch port, and I'm just like, oh okay, that's this is what's happening now. Okay, interesting. I really hope this happens to Persona. <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't think Persona is gonna get the switch. No, port. Sony Sony knows what Persona is to them now, so they're gonna hold on to that tight. They're gonna not let them go. They'll get spinoff games like Persona Q. Yeah, no, I'm 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 surprised that even though Sony didn't get like Persona Five on their um, what, what what I don't know what's it called like the highlight reel in E3 of last year, and I'm like, you do realize Persona is a huge franchise, right, Sony? You do realize that, even though Nier like ex- I I know I know Nier eclipsed Persona now, but it's still a big deal. But I guess. Uh, well, yeah, I, guess- I mean, and and that's I don't know. Saying that near Eclipse, and I feel like they're of a similar tier in terms of you look back at twenty seventeen games and they're. Oh no, they're I'm not spoke, talking about quality. Uh, I'm talking about like popularity and people I'm still talking about, talking about it. Stuff too. I mean, I feel like oh, really still talk about Persona Five. I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's just like a I'm uh, kind of in a bubble, if you will. But I feel like people are still right. kind of talking about Persona Five here and there because it's, it's too it's a long. Much slower burn. It's such a slow burn. Oh man, it's such a slow burn. And like you, you can complete it. Like you, you can beat near like four times within that span at least in, uh, within half its span let me correct you <laughs> okay yeah no but, no I, i'm not i'm not being like a jackass i'm i'm, I'm just being a defeatist <laughs> i'm like I, when there was that one last dungeon i'm like i can't i'm sorry persona i love you oh, i love yeah. you but i can't it's 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 a, it's a slog it is a slog in terms of like, and i'm playing another jrpg i'm playing i'm still playing octopath traveler um that game has <laughs> i mean it's it's a fucking 90 hour rpg or something man like i am taking my time with it i am enjoying it like a fine wine i'm not trying to beat it you know before the next big game comes out i'm just gonna have it like it's gonna see me through to the end of the year most right, likely. yeah I, I just started octopath and honestly i'm loving it i'm 
I'm really in love with Octopath. I like it too. It's it's uh I thought it had a bit of a slow burn. And in terms of learning the break system, like its gameplay mechanics, and in terms of getting your party together, like well, until you kind of do, you're sort of lost. And God help you if you choose like Tressa or like the merchant character as your primary first character, because you're just kind of oh yeah right yeah now. yeah. No, I I, I did the nerd thing where I'm like, huh, I know this spells out Octopath, so I'm just gonna start with O. So you got Ophelia. Yes. Or uh, Ulbrich, the warrior. No, no, Ophelia, Ophelia, Ophelia. Ophelia's good. She's the white mage. She's great. She's actually... Uh, her story's a little snooze fest to me, and to be honest, I'm not digging much of the story in the game overall. Like, it's not bad. It's passable JRPG schlock. But to be fair, I have very low expectations of JRPG stories, so maybe it's just kind of meeting those tepid uh, expectations. Uh, honestly, I'm not looking... Like, everybody is like, oh, the story is disappointing. Oh, the characters are, like, not interacting that much. I'm like, for me, story is... I love story in games. If they're excellent, that's great. But if, like, if, mm-hmm. it, if, it's, if it's not terrible, for me, like, the score enhances the game. The combat, the... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, like, I, I love the thing... Like, for me, what I love the most about Octopath, I don't know if you've played it, Robert, but uh, they have this character abilities where you just go to random people in town and just, you know, either, like, scrutinize them or, you know, try to... And it's like... I love that. Like, each character has their own... Hell yeah. yeah it's Megan similar to... G- the gameplay applications outside of battle, like, the passives that, that your characters have... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. In, in, in... Outside of combat, let's say. Um, are very cool. I think that's a great addition. Like so, so it's 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 kind of like farting in, in the South Park games. So <laughs> each, each person has like different reactions. Essentially, yeah. Like because uh, my first character was Cyrus. I kind of just I I don't know what drew me to Cyrus. I think I just kind of lucked out. Um, he's actually probably the best character to have as your main because he's the black mage of the group. He is the damage dealing uh, magic wielder. Uh, great character to just kind of have on the outset. But his thing is the scrutinize that Aziz was talking about, where you just, like, I, in the world, like, of the game, you're sort of just doing the down and up, you know, like the, like, hmm, trying to read this guy. Um, and if you fail, like, your reputation in town gets sullied. Um, and they're just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Stop looking at me like that, you fucking weirdo. He's not, and he's not a creeper. He's, he is, like, so oblivious in just every kind of situation involving women. Like, he doesn't know what's happening. Like, and it's not just, like, the typical, like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feigning this disinterest or I'm feigning this idiocy. Like, no, he is just kind of uh, 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 an oblivious, like, naive... Yeah, no, he is supremely so intelligent. Like a s- surly doofus yeah. in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. no, he's academically intelligent, but socially he's a dumbass. He means well, and <laughs> it's just like, hmm, man, you set yourself up for this one. Um, yeah, no, I I love that because every time he's scrutinized, I, I like I don't even care about like oh there's a hidden item there. Like I don't care. I love reading about like people's uh, inner monologues, and I'm like exactly every it's so single, awesome. Every single character you scrutinize has a fairly long paragraph about their story. Like literally something as benign as like uh, this merchant is resentful towards her parents for how they treated her, so she's out to uh, pr- prove her way. Your reward: hidden items somewhere in town. Just completely weird and random, and it. I I definitely have read over too many of those uh, of those things. They're usually, oh yeah, no, I'm like t- I take a screenshot really of every single one of them. They're honestly like a lot of them are pretty macabre and just weird and how they're presented. They're just like, okay, this guy's kind of an asshole, but I he's just a, he doesn't do anything. He, he's just an NPC, and and like your other your Ophelia can recruit people like. 
her she's like um prominent in her local church or something so she can like guide people you know see the light follow me kind of thing yeah um, cult stuff yeah cult it yeah <laughs> typical cult <laughs> stuff um but it's better it's, it's um so the the grouping of characters there's eight characters usually they're in groups of four if you look at the map four characters are grouped on one side four on the other um and they usually have counterparts and ophelia's counterpart is uh primrose who literally seduces people into following her um hell yeah yeah because she's a uh quote-unquote dancer if you will um (laughs) but she's great that's what that's what they did call them back in the day so yeah dancers uh women of the night I'll have you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's great. No, but like, more like the women of my night. Wim- <laughs> oh, shit. Bam, Thank you. Bam, bam, Thank bam, you. Bam, bam, it's a Kim Cattrall-ass joke if I ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no. It's the reason why I'm talking about Octopath this much is because it's it's usually like games, I have to warm up to a game to start loving it. Like even though I love Persona and all of that, but Persona 5, when I started playing it, I'm like, mm, I still have to get into it. Like you need a weekend to love it. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like. Right. Yeah, but Octopath, like, uh, like it's the third game this year where I'm like immediately loved it. Like Celeste, immediately loved it. The new God of War, immediately loved it. And Oct- Octopath, and it's like, I haven't had this um, like feeling in a JRPG in a while. And it, it, it's, uh, it's, I mean, the last ga- JRPG they gave me this feeling. Not instant regret. <laughs> I guess yeah, exactly. Not instant regret. But it's funny enough. The last JRPG that gave me this feeling was Bravely Default. Almost the same team that made uh, Octopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's um, how to phrase it. Like it's it's clearly inspired, and you can uh, see directly the inspirations in which it had. Um, it's very clearly like, oh, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy V, Final Fantasy VI, and, you know, like, of that kind of, that kind of ilk. Um, but, like, it's it's unique in how it presents those systems and how it works for you. Because, honestly, the elemental stuff is very invocative of, like, a Pokemon or Persona. Um, and how you figure all that stuff out is pretty interesting. Like, oh, like, you, you can have uh, Cyrus, your skull here, um, analyze you know, enemies and stuff and find their patterns and find their, um, like what elemental weakness. So you can kind of just break them from the start. And once you kind of get the, the rhythm of the breaks down, um, you know, a lot of enemies are just a matter of whittling them down with, uh, because when you break an enemy, they take like double damage and they're easier to crit and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I, I feel like Octopath is just a refined enough version of those old JRPGs where, if somebody wanted to be introduced to JRPGs, I would probably point them in the direction of an Octopath, even before something like a Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VI. It's just modernized enough where I think it's a bit more fair. more uh, approachable in this day and age. Honestly, that is on my list. Is it's like you know, if I get through my backlog, I might pick that up. You know, if I suddenly have like a lot more free time to dedicate to it next year, right? But it, it's still. Like you said, it's like it's like yeah, it's like probably like ninety hours, and it's right. just like too um, much. It is actually, no. This, this is why I play. Yeah. Fo- this is why I play, play Fortnite. It's also <laughs> like a grind, like a super grindy experience, but I can walk away. Right? No, I understand. There, no, there, actually, there's no like sunk cost fallacy going on where it's like, well, I'm halfway through the story, I gotta finish it. Dude, actually, I'm, Robert, I'm, I was gonna go say that this is. I was gonna wrap up saying that one of the best parts about Octopath is that I don't feel like the sunken cost fallacy because what I've heard is that. 
this is, I don't know if this is true or not from people, but it's like there's no grandiose story, there's no big story, it's, it's chapters. So you can just trail off without feeling guilty about leaving the game. Yeah, I agree. It's so spread mm. out that, like, while it is generally a complaint that, like, not a lot of the stories overlap and it's, it seems very segmented and, and sort of cast off from the others, uh, it means that you're not really going to get lost. Like, oh, what was I doing? Oh, the objective's on the map. You're either doing that or grinding, and you honestly don't even have to grind that much. Um, the game does a great way, it does a great job of, like, telling you what enemy threat levels are going to be before you go into an area. So if you want to go to a slightly higher level area and fight higher level creatures to, to expedite your grinding, you can totally do that. Um, it's a, it's actually pretty interesting how, how that works because most games, it's just like, Oh, you probably shouldn't be here. Now you're going to die. Fucker. Like they kind of, they... you have to go through the tall grass 10 more times. Ten. I level up your one Pikachu. Uh-huh. Okay. Fun. Okay. Yeah. You definitely seem like somebody who's played Pokemon in the last 10 years. <laughs> God. Uh, five and it was fire red, um, for about like twenty hours, and that was it. <clears throat> anyway, if you haven't been fire red in twenty hours, my word, my word, Robert. Uh, but uh, before I antagonize Robert further and exclude him from the show, I uh just want to say thank you to the lovely, lovely patrons out there, such as Aziz, who's been one of our highest and most consistent patrons. He's been there since day one. Um, it's great to have you on the show, Aziz. Uh, happy to support and happy to be on. Yeah, and um, he's okay. If you want to fill <laughs> Aziz's, um, honestly, I'm below average to be honest. <laughs> a nice, you're a five out of ten on the IGN scale. Hey, one other person. Oh, <laughs> uh, what am I on the Philip Mukin, okay. whatever his name is, scale? Uh, you have to say something, and then I can tell you. Uh, I'm four out of ten. Uh, I'm going to say a solid four out of 10. <laughs> so, um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at PNB cast. I, uh, usually post, um, you know, when all the shows go live and whenever there's any exclusive patron stuff, I let you know there. Um, you can follow myself on Twitter at tyranny. You can follow Aziz at, is it two way Jerry? Just all spelled out or what is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's two way Jerry, but two, two is, uh, is uh, spelled the two. as the number. Yep. Yep. Got it. And you can follow Robert at 23Breach. You can follow uh, Kayla at TokenGirlSDFU or at Kayla Zumbum, which she calls somebody a cunt, which I always just love saying <laughs> that. I I feel like every show she's on, I do that when I when I plug. And you can follow uh, TL at Travis L. Foster. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for this week on PNB. We've got a lot still coming up in the, in the future on the Patreon. Uh, oh, God. Uh, me saying that makes me realize, oh man, I gotta get PNBFM up. So expect that up soon. Um, I'd say, yeah, Friday. I'm on Friday. Sure. Expect it on Friday. Um, and we, and, uh, Robert, you just had a two-parter level select, the very first for this, uh, show. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Like, it just felt like it was needed. Um, I did a two-parter on Tomb Raider, the original core um, series of Tomb Raider games, um, the 1996 classic with Ashley Queenan. Mm. Um, first time she was on on level select, it was it was, it was good. A, a lot of um, a lot of audio clips, a lot of like a uh, developer history behind it. Besides getting to the actual level, but it, it's 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 I'm, I'm trying out something new. I want, I want to introduce more background information. So, you know, like, like some interesting. Um, development history going on, you know, like this is 
a lot more of that, right. that compared to before. I like that. I like that. But, I like that you're sort of evolving the show as you do it, and not just sticking to one format and being like, "It's this one, damn it." Because oh that, yeah, I started off a whole whole bunch of notes, and it's just like, oh, I'll just see where the conversation, you know, flows. See, to. that's that's I, I have a bunch of notes, but it's not organized. It's not like listed out. That's that's like why I feel like it's on. truly a sister show to Grind Forever because Grind Forever is the same way. I I usually uh, watch a bit about the game and get some notes, but then I just end up talking about how the game was was you know personable to a person, you know, have their story tell tell told about it if mm-hmm. it, if you will. So um, take a look yeah. at that. I am also unemployed. Well, mostly unemployed, so I'll probably be doing more level select stuff here hey, come September. Hell yeah! Hell, hell yeah! yeah. Uh, hell yeah! Uh, I'd recommend uh, level select on my end too. I I really enjoy the series. It's like uh, especially with Ashley Queen and stuff. Uh, Robert She's is great. an awesome awesome host. Ah, you're just saying that because I let you talk about Hitman Blood Money that one episode. What? Which is also a pretty good episode. What? No, not I know. I'm serious. I'm serious <laughs> when I say. Um, I'm not say. I'm not joking when I say this. Uh, if anybody listens to the outside the patrons. Uh, and uh, seriously, PMB is a great, great show. The only reason I actually supported the show is because I love the main show. I love the hosts, uh, especially Robert is an incredible addition. And every single uh, item that every single addition that he does is top notch. Really good stuff. Like when I say this is yeah. when uh, uh, w- try. yeah, this is like even though this is low level stuff. Like this PMB has way more quality shit than podcasts with like thousands of listeners. I'm not joking about that. Hell yeah. If yeah, In the immortal <laughs> worlds of Robert Beach, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a smile on, god damn it. <laughs> There's Get your done. sign. There's your sign. <laughs> uh, but uh, for Aziz and Robert and myself and the entire PNB network, I bid you farewell. I, I'm never good at outros. Oh, wait, wait. wait. There's, there's one more oh, thing to plug. Oh, oh. I know this is, this is kind of late, but back in February, or I think March, Aziz, myself, and my partner Sarah talked about the Oscars, the 2018 Oscars and the Best Picture nominations, and that was a good time on his podcast, Talking Oscars. Oh, you didn't have to plug my shit, because I stopped caring (laughs) about it a long time ago. Ooh. Well, there you oh. go. Well, <laughs> hey, I'm hey, joking. I'm worry. joking. No collaboration this year. Don't worry. Did, the, right? the, the new talking Oscars will be even longer thanks to most popular. No, uh, no. <laughs> actually, it would have been a perfect plug, but when you, if you guys discussed the new popular movie Oscar or whatever it's called, if you didn't think the Oscars were a popular most popular contest, movie, yeah. Uh, here's the literal category that Black Panther will win. So, yep. Infinity uh, will yep. War win this year. Woohoo! Yeah, it's literally a, it's ironically a civil war between Marvel movies. Here's your ghettoized category, here peasants. <laughs> ghettoized. Uh, <laughs> but this is the real end of the show, so. Uh, oh, that's a bad word to put. Okay, uh, yeah, okay, I get it now. Whoops. Oops. <laughs> I'm just now realizing my words. Good. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, ghettoized. Goodbye, internet. No, no, Goodbye. no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Goodbye, internet. We love you.